Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Eight years ago today, on June 15th, 2015, the Glass Cannon Podcast was born. Episodes one, two, and three dropped eight years ago today. Eight years! So many memories of the trials and tribulations of building a a, a multimedia empire. Jared, what are some of your favorite memories of the last eight years? (laughs) I've... I've, uh... I've never listened to the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of a disadvantage never having heard the show, but I, I, I hear it's great. Um, I hear there's a lot of a lot. You guys had a, like a lot of fun times on it, and uh, congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. Did your room get larger or did you get smaller? I'm, I'm slowly, I or maybe your microphone tripled in size. I, think that's a pre- show. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, Joe had to point out to me the other day that this was airing on our eight year anniversary. And uh, how appropriate, uh, since SideQuest SideSesh uh, is such a unique part of, of the network's history. Now, I think a lot of people watching may know, but I'm sure there's plenty of people amongst the 5,000 watching this live that don't know uh, that SideQuest SideSesh began because of COVID. Uh, when we had to shut down our studio, I was like, I don't want to record remotely. We've never recorded remotely before. I don't want it to sound any different from the show we did. I'm sure this COVID thing will boil over for after a couple of weeks, but I don't want to lose uh, content. Let's just, uh, let's do like a, a side session or something. A side, uh, side quest. Side. And that's what happened. We, we played for 37 weeks. I think we took one week off, which was the first week we ever missed in, uh, at that point, uh, we were going for about five years, uh, uh, because I had, uh, extensive liver damage from an allergy to, uh, antibiotic. And, uh, I just, I couldn't walk, let alone sit for a couple hours. But that was Cyclone Sidesesh. From old man Billy Rubens. <laughs> I was very Billy. yellow. <laughs> Billy Rubens decided to, to, to leave your house. 
Oh, <laughs> old came down the old chimney and <laughs> watch those old videos. I look, I'm so yellow and my eyes are yellow. It was just disgusting. But, you looked uh, very, very sick. I was very, very ill. Uh, and I wasn't allowed to drink. Uh, and I lost a lot of weight, but it wasn't worth it. Um, <laughs> but now we're back. We're in a, we're obviously, uh, we're, it's not the, the, the height of the, the beginning of a new pandemic or anything, but this is a great time for us, uh, because we are on the precipice of launching the new glass cannon podcast and to stem the tide between now and then. Why not bring back side quest side sesh? Why not? Why not? Why, Why not? not indeed? <laughs> um, so I'm pretty excited, and tonight we're actually going to just build characters because uh, I've I've spoken to some of you uh, a little bit about this, uh, others not really at all, uh, and so some people are coming in with zero knowledge, some people are coming in with a, a slightly more than zero. But I thought that it would be great to actually build characters together live and and create this party together because normally you just kind of show up with characters. And there was one time when there was three clerics. I just remembered someone reminded me there was three clerics and a brawler because you guys didn't talk beforehand. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Good, Good times. Time. It was the most fun. I'm gonna uh, play the. I'm gonna play the same thing as whatever Joe plays. <laughs> oh, real funny, Logan. And then every time I hit and he doesn't, I'll be like, "This is how you do that." Like, <laughs> so we just came up with this idea to play SideQuest Side Session like a couple days ago, like literally a couple yeah. days ago. A couple days. And ago. Troy was like, "Come to the session with nothing." And let's just relax and have fun, and we'll make some characters, and we'll just we'll just dive in. And I said, okay. So I didn't do anything, and we're in the pre-show, and Matthew, it's on like his second level skill feats already. He's like, <laughs> and he's like, oh. he he just keeps going like this to himself. Oh, I love my character. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Off, off, uh, outside of the show, Matthew showed me a notebook with a backstory in it, and it's like. <laughs> It's like 36 pages, like cl- like small writing. Very small. <laughs> like crib sheet writing. I mean, to be fair, apparently I didn't know everyone didn't didn't get this email, but Troy did reach out and I we, we had it back and forth. So there was- Oh, so he mentioned two classes of people earlier about three minutes ago. Yes. You were in the class of people that were spoken to about what to prepare for this. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to put a name on it, but the superior class. i mean that's how it feels that's how it feels the haves and the have nots right the the elites the elites uh i highly suggest if you haven't listened to this go back and listen it is uh, i mean to this day some of my favorite content we ever did it's definitely a time capsule of a certain time not only in our lives but in the in in the world uh but it's not necessary for uh listening to what we're going to do now for the next x amount of weeks yeah like Uh, we said we're building characters you know yeah this and this is all there is a a a continuity thread um but you need not have listened uh to listen tonight however there will be spoilers we're not going to hide uh spoilers i I almost feel like i should start with a little spoiler because it'll catch up jared as well as some of the the people listening but we basically ran through so if you don't want to hear spoilers just don't listen for the next five minutes we basically ran through uh three pathfinder first edition modules we did uh feast uh feast of ravenmore uh which was awesome which we did it was fantastic we did midnight mirror and then we did uh carrion hill i believe it was called and now feast at ravenmore uh had a bunch of uh 
uh, a bunch of ne'er do wells, uh, go into this backwoods town, uh, and there was as something tax collectors. As ta- as tax that's right. Collectors. You were trying to like pick up a debt or something, right? Because they hadn't yeah, paid their taxes to, in a while. Yeah. The tax collector that went to pick up the debt that they they had not been paying their taxes was never heard from again, like disappeared. Right. That's so we were now going in the wake as the second attempt to collect taxes from this town. And very quickly, you know, it goes from like, wow, this town is a little, a uh, little out of date. To there is something horribly wrong in this town. And, it turned uh, Wicker Man in a real quick minute. It <laughs> turns very uh, Wicker Man, but you are able to uh, get out of there with the uh, with some riches, and uh, the place fucking burns to the ground. So then the so heroes. Then COVID didn't end. Yep, and we're like, let's so, do another. <laughs> we were unable to stop the spread of COVID through our efforts. <laughs> Try as we might, we, we might. did not find it. By the way, that's a spoiler for COVID. That's a spoiler for COVID. COVID spoilers will abound here. Um, we 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 then play the Midnight Mirror, which saw you um, going into uh, Nidal. Which is a uh, an, an area of Galarian that is uh, almost completely uh, uh, ruled by Zonkuthon worshippers, an evil uh, deity. So it's a it's a dark place, and you go to Transylvania. Yeah, it's, it's Transylvania, right? Yeah. And so you go there, and there's this this manor house that called the Baroys, and they've been around for a long, long time. And I'm trying to think of what the hook was. You were trying to like. Do you remember what it was? You were trying to figure out uh, that we they were had a sent son. By, we were sent by the the countess. I think they were a count and countess. We were sent by the countess's father. The countess's to check, father. Up, to check up on her because, like, to the, her letters had gotten weird. Right. right. She, she married. She married, right? like, into, she the married into the family. And then her letters got weird. And so, uh, yeah, he sent us to investigate. And we found out there was a whole bunch of appalling shit going on in the town. Appalling shit. Yeah, a lot of dark stuff going on. That was all because the Baron made a deal with Baron, this right. uh, entity known as a Shay and went back on the deal and it trapped the Shay in uh, oh, the tra- the Shay was trapped inside of the uh, this mirror the midnight mirror and it was basically uh the the shadow plane uh, was on the other side of that mirror and he basically said give me uh, the chance to be the baron and i can uh, i'll help you get out of the mirror and then he reneged on the deal and the Shay was trapped in there well you have to go into the mirror at some point and the party goes in there you fight him and he ends up getting out, capturing you all, and beheading you, with the exception of Skid's character, uh, Karazor. Karazor escapes. For one very important reason. That can Skid, are we allowed to spoil this? Or, or, are we or talking about the-, the person who tells him? Are you talking about Major Domo? <laughs> no, I'm talking about uh, the thing that happened to Skid's character very early on in the very first part oh. of the module. <laughs> oh, that's right. He got lycanthropy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> He's a werebear. <laughs> Right, so right before everyone was captured, he goes howling at the moon, and they're like, get out of here, they capture the rest of them, but Skid had ran off to turn into a werewolf. He comes to, he's gone, he wanders into town and watches them all get beheaded, and then somebody comes over and is like, you need to get out of here, and it's the, the major domo of the, it's a whole thing, you gotta watch it. Anyways, Karazor escapes. So part three picks up with a whole new party, uh, trying to combat this uh, growing evil uh, somewhere in Ustalav, and uh, that ends in a in a tpk uh but we end that story with uh 
a flashback to Karazor, who is now, uh, it seems like he's been on the run for a while because the Shay has now, uh, killed the Baron and the Baroness, and he wants to try and find the children that are the rightful heirs to eliminate them, and Karazor is a loose end as well, so Karazor is living on the run. He gets a letter under his, uh, his door at the inn saying, come meet us. We uh, have some information that might be interesting to you and come to find out it's the Shay's brother and niece. They've spirited away the two boys that are the rightful heirs to the throne of Carpad, and uh, they want uh, Karazor to help them uh, combat the Shay by the name of Nikesor, and they have one new ally. And a uh, figure steps forward and it's the crystal ghost, but the crystal ghost died in the gallows. Anyways, that's, that's the big cliffhanger. But tonight I was with you for a while. I was with you for a while. And then a crystal ghost <laughs> came up and I was lost. <laughs> Listen, the crystal, crystal ghost, ghost is a true, is a true mystery. Uh, tales of her <laughs> legendary exploits. <laughs> It was the dumbest thing. Like, of all the silly things that you could do. That, By the way, we're not intended to be silly. Like, we're intended to be, like, played straight. We're like, oh, We we had set out to play it straight, but Matthew had played a vigilante character who had a secret identity. (laughs) But, but like, in a party of four that was traveling for, like, weeks and weeks together on the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it became and she would like leave the campfire and come back as the other character who'd be like where have you been <laughs> and we'd all like play it up <laughs> where's the professor yeah they were willfully the ignorant of yeah. her alter ego <laughs> you know and we and occasionally the three characters would, the three characters would be like isn't it weird that the crystal ghost <laughs> And the professor are never here at the same time. <laughs> and then we come up with all these explanations for it anyway. It's fucking amazing. It's a weird time. I love it. Uh, I do have a, I have a picture that uh, our friend of the show, renowned comic artist David Lopez, uh, did of the original crew. Oh, oh yeah. Look oh, at that. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, oh that's, that's, right. gore- that's, gore- that's gorgeous. Oh, so You're the really crystal cool. ghost is the one in red there, and then Karazor is that knoll in the back. And then the knoll fighter. Is that like a bat creature? What the hell is that? I can't. That's Grant's that you- hobgoblin. That's oh, Grant's that hobgoblin. hobgoblin. And wait, you, Joe, were... I was a skin changer. I was a werebat skin changer. Werebat skin right. changer. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that is phenomenal! I forgot really, about that. Really, really cool. That was yeah, really gorgeous. nice of them to do that. You wanna, let's get, let's get you want, if you want to go, you want one one snippet of side quest to go, that I feel like captures side quest pretty well. Just I don't know what the actual episode is, but we made there's an animatic of it of Karazor trying to explain death to a child oh, who spent yeah. his life <laughs> on the shadow plane. It's <laughs> it's truly spectacular. Yeah, it really. Oh, when I found when I was googling the other thing, I did see. To talk about the werebear thing. Someone on Reddit, I'm not sure who did this. You're in the bear now. <laughs> Look at this. Said <laughs> Wait, let me let me just uh, if I can. He's a knoll <laughs> that transforms into a bear. Yeah. Exactly. So you're it. catching cool. up. Yeah, it's not much of a change, is it? <laughs> it was a very slight Extreme. adjustment. Is he a bear now? <laughs> no, I think I he's can't. been cured. I think his posture's just different. Yeah, his legs change, I think, is the only thing. <laughs> 
Well, the point is, okay. everyone is dead. Uh, every adventurer, with the exception of Karazor, died. Now, there is a crystal ghost, but it, is that the same one you saw uh, her head get cut off? Who knows? But Perhaps. we know who the crystal ghost is, right? You know the because you saw the crystal ghost's uh, head uh, but we separated know from the her body. New crystal ghost is right. No, do you? No, you, you did see okay. a, a hand of a, 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 a pick up the mask off the decapitated head uh, and put it on. Is that yeah. the same person? Yeah, maybe we'll find out. Uh, one thing we're going to be doing tonight, and we're going to be doing for, uh, throughout all of SideQuest Side Sesh, is we are going to be experimenting with Foundry Virtual Tabletop. And uh, yeah. we're going to be jumping right into it tonight uh, by building characters on Foundry. Uh, I think this is a great way to uh, play around with it. I myself have been playing with it uh, for the past, feels like five, six months, uh, but really getting into it over the past couple months. And so uh, we want to use this opportunity to uh, really get it into our bones. Uh, so let's just jump right in. And um, you know what? Let's just... Let's just start with Skid. Well, okay. we'll start with Skid uh, in terms of, uh, you know, we're going to do a little round robin here, but, you know, obviously you guys haven't talked to each other, but uh, Skid, do you have any idea sort of what, you know, class or ancestry? <laughs> I, I'm pretty I sure. Play? <laughs> I think I've narrowed it down. <laughs> I'm not saying you have dibs, uh, but what, what were you thinking? I was thinking that I would take up the mantle of Karazor once more. <laughs> so. Yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, man. Did not see that coming. <laughs> so you're going Noel Fighter. Uh, Noel, great Noel, Noel Fighter. Great Noel, Noel Ancestry Fighter. Ancestry Noel, Heritage Great Noel Fighter. Oh, that's What does cool. that mean? What, yeah, is, what, what does that, that mean? mean? Uh, great Null, it's sort of statistically, it's the equivalent of uh, an orc, I think. Um, it's oh, just, sweet. You, get, you start with uh, 10 HP per level, and um, I think you get the you get a bite attack as well. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you're a large, powerful Null with tawny fur and brown spots in your hide. You gain 10 hit points from your ancestry instead of 8. And gain a plus one circumstance bonus to athletics checks to shove or trip foes. Oh, that's cool. Were there they other love shoving and tripping? They really do, so, especially you. Do they have yeah. other? Were there other null options besides great null? Yeah, there are. There are a couple other null uh, options. Um, There's grassy null. Right, grassy null. Is <laughs> <laughs> roll, rolling null? Yeah, you get a second shooting attack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah there are a couple other ones i can't remember um, that's really cool yeah yeah we are going to be i'll say we're going to be building third level characters for uh this uh iteration of uh side quest side session i think that might be like a a you i think you were fifth maybe sixth when it ended last yeah, time so i think we were we can uh, we can sort of justify this as uh, I will say time has passed and so perhaps your skills have atrophied. Um, but I'm interested to see how he plays in uh, Tui. So we got a Noel fighter, uh, Joe, Jared, Matthew. Uh, were any of you? Did you have your heart set on fighter? Because you could still be a fighter. Uh, I did, but I I can I can pivot. For sure, I, I didn't really nail down a class, but I did. I do think I nailed down an ancestry, which I'm 
really excited about. <laughs> and uh, it's something I would never do. And uh, But SideQuest Side Sesh is the time to experiment. I see and the look in Matthew's eyes like, he's going to say it, isn't he? I know, that's why <laughs> I'm jumping Matthew. One I, I have to say it first because he's going to take it. Uh, well, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I'm very excited. I'm going to experiment with the, as far as I can tell, one ancestry that comes out of this wonderful little book. The Book of the Dead. Oh. I'm going to play a skeleton. Oh, awesome. (laughs) That's a playable ancestry? It is a playable ancestry now, and it seems really cool. And I have a... I I really like the idea. The class can be very flexible. But I was thinking fighter just because I'm tired of casting. But it can be... I could play a sorcerer pretty easily. A skeleton. Yeah. Skeleton. Wow. Sorcerer. sorcerer. That's awesome. That is that's awesome. great. Yeah. So I could go sorcerer <laughs> or I can go fighter. Um, I, I My first draft was fighter, but I could start messing around with sorcerer. We'll see where everybody else lands. Well, now at I third have to. Level, at third level, a skeleton sorcerer is like an unsuccessful lich. It's like a, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. a minor league lich. He's working exactly. his way up. They're waiting to get called up to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I'm so interested now in like. Who was he before? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, we'll get into it in a second. Because honestly, like I have an idea, like a starter idea. I would love to to just bounce it off you guys and get your ideas. Also, like I would love ideas from you, Troy, for how to like connect it to the story. Because sure, skeleton, sure. you could connect in any way, right? Uh-huh. So, like, it's kind of a fun idea. Um, Everyone's got one. Yeah, <laughs> universal. Um, well, let's let's round out some more ancestries and classes here. This is going faster than I thought. Matthew, do you want to wait to hear what Jared says, or do you want to jump in? I want Jared to go first. Okay, Jared. Uh, no, I, well, I, I and I, I didn't have any ideas uh, in terms of ancestry, but I was. Has anybody ever in, on the glass cannon done a summoner, a two e summoner? Uh, Not two e. I, no. I don't think so. No. Okay, I like summoners. So summoner. Okay. I think I'll be a summoner. Yeah. And I get an idol on, and I think it's going to be a dragon, y'all. <laughs> wow, <laughs> dragon! I don't. Yeah. Well, you got to pick a, whole, a real. I have a whole idea for it. Um, it's like Kitty Pride. Yeah, exactly. Lockheed. Yes, Lockheed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lockheed Martin is going to be the name of mine. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so what what ancestry fits with a uh, having a dragon? I don't know. I mean, I, I you could go kobold because they're kind of dragony people. That's, yeah. that's fun. You could go. I mean, I'm just looking at all the ancestries, and part of me just wants to like be like shisk, y'all. I'm super into shisks. <laughs> <laughs> what if I what if I had like a very strong opinion on Conrasu? Uh, <laughs> like some of this doesn't even feel real. Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go human. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I I know it's boring. I know it's boring, but I think we need that. I, we need that bedrock, though. We need that need sort bedrock. of. Wasn't the crystal ghost a human? No, the crystal ghost. Well, she appeared human when she was uh, the professor, or rather, adjunct instructor Maxine Vetro. She was living a lie. <laughs> she was not. That's right. She adjunct wasn't full, instructor. Uh, but no, she was a tiefling. She was a tiefling. Oh, that's oh right. right on. Okay, right. I forgot that detail. That's right, pretty so cool. Human yeah, Sumner. Gonna, yeah. I like I'm that. I'm going to go human. Yeah. I'm going to go human. Okay. The straight human. man. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, or he could be, I don't know, he could be gay. I, it doesn't really... <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you know what? You know what? He's gay. All right. <laughs> there you go. Cry, everyone. <laughs> hey, uh... I think that there might be a box for that on Foundry, uh, but we have a, uh, a a gay human summoner and a a uh, skeleton. Uh, what was it again? Skeleton sorcerer. I don't know a, about sorcery. Oh, right, maybe too. a skeleton. Well, a skeleton. maybe Matthew's choice will help you decide. Uh, Matthew, where, where's your head at? My head is at uh, an automaton monk. <laughs> Hell yeah. A robot monk. <laughs> Not strictly a robot. They are magical. Think like a com- like a combination robot and golem kind of. But they're yeah. Is yeah, it like, like a clockwork? clockwork? Like a, a clockwork thing? Um sort of. They're kinda of, they were their automatons are according to guns and gears. Uh, they were created by the Jiska Imperium, which ah, is Ah yes. Uh, as, in uh, in in the uh Mwangi yeah, in Norton, yeah, it's a northern, northern Gurundi. Gurundi, yeah. And uh, they were because this the civilization was turning in on itself, and there was like a but getting warlike and kind of well, it wasn't looking great. So a bunch of kind of peace-minded and forward-thinking uh, people started to rather than make the part of their golem armies, they created these automatons and infused their souls into them. And they uh, very few are left, but they've been around for thousands of years. So yeah. Awesome, very cool. And you and you really feel good about monk. You want to go monk? I feel good about monk. Okay, so Joe, that may may make you want to go uh, caster. Have two marshal, two caster, but you need not. Yeah, I was. I'm torn between. So uh, let me tell you my concept, and this is what's brush uh, brush up against it. You can always go sorcerer. This is what I liked about the skeleton. It's like you do it. You can be totally flexible fighter, totally flexible sorcerer. You'd be a skeleton uh, cleric, but just never be able to uh, cast healing spells because you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um, so basically, so here, here's how it plays out. It's like, so here's my, my basic idea is like the, the premise is just that the skeleton, let's put the, uh, the skeleton's previous life aside, right? And I want to say it's like a humanoid, human size skeleton, looks like a human skeleton. And, uh, the idea is just it's one of those ske- he's one of those skeletons that is you know in the tomb that's just in a room and just has been there for a hundred years so like you know uh, uh, think uh, you know Morrowind or Oblivion or like uh, Dark Souls any of these games right or any basically D&D Pathfinder module with so you have skeletal champion, skeletal archer, and uh, obviously you can have a skeletal sorcerer. That's more boss level, though. So what I was thinking is like, what about the like? What is it like to be that that guy? Especially if for some reason he sparked some sort of personality and intelligence, and was trapped there by some necromancer. So basically, I thought I could go like champion route, uh, which mm. was uh, you know like a kind of a frontline fightery type. Which we could do, or I could do Archer route, uh, which would be really fun as well. Uh, Sorcerer also can be done mechanically very easily uh, and be effective, but it doesn't 
Now, you know what? I'll do it. I'll do Sorcerer, and I've got a good reason why. He'll have a really high charisma. And, and, you know, the, the basic <laughs> idea is that he's been going crazy in this tomb for all these years, like talking, trying to talk to other skeletons that are mindless. <laughs> <It's> just like, <laughs> I'm just having such a good time with this idea. Does he have, do you think he has the, the personality and and consciousness of his previous pre-skeleton life or is this a new thing that is this is a new thing he he, the way i imagine it and they they write about a little bit in the book it's it's interesting like the way you can approach playing a skeleton there's a lot of different ways but they are the lowest of the low on the rung of like undead uh uh whatever you call it hierarchy hierarchy yeah undead hierarchy they're like the lowest of the low they're the grunts and a lot of times they're mindless and if they do have some sort of, you know, mind, th- it is usually infused by some sort of necromancer or something like that. And a lot of times it is in spite of their previous life. So, like, they don't mm. they don't know who they were before, but occasionally they can, like, grasp feelings or images or whatever. So that's how I want to play it. It's like this guy only knows this time that he was in one room for, like, a hundred years just fighting any adventurers that came in the room. And... He might have glimpses of his former life, and so that's something we could totally fill in later. But I, I, if we go sorcerer, what's going to happen is he's going to have a super high charisma. So it's kind of <laughs> funny to imagine him being like super friendly and like trying to like pass the time by like, you know, key, I don't know, being entertaining. <laughs> but it's yeah. just like he's still just trapped there. But then somehow he gets out from under the thumb of this necromancer and uh, and <laughs> and could join this party. So it's cool. And but I, I mean, really like that skeleton. <laughs> well, he's just I, a good hang, that guy. really like that guy. Right. Like, that's kind of what I want. I want to be like a super... Uh, I, I just think it's funny to pivot in that direction. So anyway, he's... Imagine him in play. He would end up being... Uh, he's like kind of like he's masked, hooded, and kind of wrapped uh, all of the time. Like he's he's oh, kind so of so like, we can't tell he's a skeleton. You couldn't tell he's a skeleton unless mm. you got close to him or got to know him better. He just he looks just like looks, an incredibly thin person. He <laughs> looks incredibly suspicious at all times, but we don't know he's a skeleton. <laughs> exactly, like, and like and when the invisible to, man when the invisible exactly. man wraps himself up and everybody's like, why do this? Everybody pays attention to you now. It's the opposite of being invisible. <laughs> yes, exactly. He the conspicuous is, man. He wears a gloves. Conspicuous man. <laughs> yeah, he wears gloves. He, he, you, you would have to struggle to like f- see that he is a skeleton. And a lot of times he's able to just divert people's attentions because of his savvy, because of his high charisma. <laughs> so anyway, I like this idea. Awesome. I think it's awesome. All right. So we're looking at a, uh, a null fighter, a, a null coward, a uh, null fighter, <laughs> A human summoner with a dragon idol on, a skeleton sorcerer, and an uh, an automaton monk. Uh, now you can, in your own time, you can go through like height, age, weight, pronouns, and uh, you know, in, in ethnicity, nationality. But we should talk background because background is what's really going to shape this beyond just your class. Um, Matthew, I think you had a, a beat on something here very early I found on. Something I found something just just before we start recording. Uh, he is going to, ch- uh, I, I have a name, uh, if you'd like to hear the name. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Seems to so, I feel like Balthazar we just started the, the date. <laughs> what? Balthazar, Balthazar the Mild? The mild. The mild. <laughs> Balthazar the Mild. <laughs> and he, uh, is going to choose the barber background. 
He was a barber. <laughs> he was programmed to be a barber before. No, no, in his, back when he was flesh and blood, he was a barber. And not just someone who cut hair, but he also oh. someone who healed the sick and uh, was. Oh, like a medieval barber. Oh, right? okay. <laughs> With leeches and whatnot. So wait, back it up. You said, hair. you said in his previous, I'm thinking like SNL, uh, the. Isn't yeah. it, uh, hey, Steve Martin who's plays? the barber here? Yeah, <laughs> who's exactly. the barber here? More leeches. <laughs> yeah. uh, what? I, what you need is a good bleeding. <laughs> I'm bleeding already. <laughs> missing an arm. But wait, <laughs> you were a human before, and your soul was transplanted. Is that how it works with all automatons? Yeah, automatons. From automatons. These, the, we're not clockwork. We're not. Um, we're not. We're, 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 yeah, I was just looking it up. We're a combination of magic and stone. Um, mm. And then we use, it's like we're fed by planar energy and et cetera, et cetera. There's a, we have, have a soul. automaton core, that, but our souls have been implanted in there and we don't age. So I've been around for, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to put this roughly at, uh, 1,243 years. <laughs> oh shit. So like pre, uh, pre earthfall. Uh, well just, just post earthfall, I believe. Just is, is, Okay. Yeah, so we can adjust the, 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 the years. Uh, yeah, I'd like to would, know the exact number of years before I'll we work on it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, for his back, so the my background will be barber. Barber, okay. Uh, anybody else have a background that's jumping out at them? I like that Joe and Matthew's character existed a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the oldest. Uh, a a I, background? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm doing noble. Um, right, because you were a, a noble before. Yeah, well, it's yeah. If you'll recall. From what uh, Karzer's backstory is, uh, his mother is like a very successful, brutal warlord down around Geb, like down in uh, in Garun, and she was uh, horrible, vicious, and she got very wealthy as a result of leading this band uh, of this rampaging through the region, and so with so she sent her son her eldest son, Karazor, to be educated in the finest private schools in, like, Absalom. <laughs> so this is the, so that's how he grew up. So he has little glasses and everything. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So I figured noble is uh, the most appropriate background. That's great. Uh, yeah. Noble, barber. Uh, Jared, you, you had something? Yeah, well, I mean, again, it's a little boring, but I can tell you my, my story here. So Eidolon Contact. It just means that you are someone who is in touch with an Eidolon, which is the thing you summon as a summoner, right? So um, uh, with the dragon, it says that uh, an, uh, when dragons, like sometimes their minds linger after they die on the astral plane. And so my guy's story is that his grandfather slew a great red dragon. And because they killed it, that dragon was bound to their family from then on and has to serve them. And so my guy is the grandson of that guy who's not as, like, together as his grandfather, who was a real <laughs> hero. He's kind of uh, a jerk and, a, a, you know, a layabout. And uh, he likes to, like, drink and gamble. But he can also summon a powerful evil dragon at will. <laughs> That's great. It's like a dragon version of a trust fund baby. Yes, and he and he argues with the dragon. You know what I mean? Like the dragon, the dragon has his shit together, but the dragon is also uh, an evil red dragon from like you know fifty years ago. <laughs> is awesome. it a full size that comes up, or is an eidolon kind of like a uh, you know a facsimile of the actual creature? Uh, 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 Velth 
Velthrexenbob. Uh, <laughs> Write that down. Vel- Velthrexenbob has. Uh, ha- we have limited his power on this plane <laughs> so that he is not at full size. If we let him be full size, Troy, the havoc much. he would wreak. So we have. <laughs> We, we keep him with our mental powers at a smaller, uh, more manageable scope. Velflex awesome. and Bob. Velflex uh, and Bob. Velflex and Bob. Bob I, for need sure. a, I need a pencil to make sure I don't change that name every time I say it. <laughs> Troy, what year are we t- will this take place in? Uh, 1984. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> uh, Platoon had just dropped at the box office. Um... <laughs> No, it, well, I'll tell you this. It's going to take place uh, 10 years after the end of Carrion Hill. All right. Hold okay. On. 10 yeah, years. So this is, yeah, there will be 10 years that have passed. This is the future of the timeline then. So it's probably like 47, 26 or something, maybe. You know, what's no. funny is I didn't realize this now. This is the only show that I GM that shares a, uh, a universe with another show. Um, did you know in Strange Aeons, I once made an offhanded comment about what happened at Carrion Hill? You, d- I do oh. remember. That. So does, we, we, uh, didn't we like float past it on the on the, the boat or something? And they were oh like, oh. yeah, so it was like during that marathon. I was like, oh, and so there was this monster that this huge monster that came and uh, wiped out these town. Anyways, right. uh, well, but now the this Carrion Hill years module later. came out in November 2009. Doesn't that have a corresponding year in That Galarian? would be 4709. So this would... Oh, yeah. So, so this would be 20, like 4719. So. 4709. Hold on, I'll do the math. Because uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Jiska Emporium fell in minus 2764 AR. Who could forget the falling of the Jiska Emporium? <laughs> So forty-seven. So you've got to be at least like, like seven thousand years old or is something. Is it forty-seven oh nine? Yeah. Minus. <laughs> Neg- oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Joe, while he does math, any backgrounds jumping at you? Yeah, it took me a while, but I, I'm just going to pick something here because we're under time pressure. There are so many backgrounds. It's. It's wild. I mean, you could just sit here for two hours just reading backgrounds. But um, I picked one that I think is, uh, in a fun way, open-ended enough. Cursed. He's mm. just ah. cursed. I see you're a sturdy skeleton as well, now that I'm at your sheet. Yes, a sturdy skeleton. Sturdy, uh, cursed, sturdy I figured skeleton. I, I figured I wanted uh, some HP. It's an HP boost, and you get the free diehard feat. Which is cool. Oh, and sweet. I, I figured I'd take the... Because Skeleton only has 6 HP for the Ancestry. So I figured that would be a nice boost. And um, uh, the other option... The other real option with what I'm looking at is a Fodder Skeleton. Which the bonus that you get is a speed bonus. You get 30 feet of speed as opposed to 25 feet of speed. So you're meant to just go out there and die. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're meant to just... Run it, ah, clackety, 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 <laughs> bam, and then just get killed immediately. But uh, I, I actually, you know, it. I don't know. Sturdy just seems uh, smarter to me, so I'm going to take that one. Talk to me about cursed. Cursed is, uh, you know, there is some. You, you are the victim of a personal or hereditary curse. Mm. Through great effort and occult study, you have learned to fend off 
the curse worse effects, and by extension, you can protect yourself against other harm from magic. However, this curse still lingers over you and manifests in dangerous ways. So I figure I'll leave that kind of open-ended. It could be like role-playing related, and you know, it can maybe be a key to what happened to him before. I think it's also kind of a... I see it as a curse, his awakening in his mind in this tomb. And he's trapped there. He can't even get out of this room. And for many, many, many years, I just imagine him in there with like an archer and a champion and him, you know. (laughs) And he's just like... He's the only one that would like talk, right? He he couldn't get anything back from anybody. And so I think that that's part of his curse is his awakening somehow. So anyway, I think of it that way. And then... What you get out of it is you get uh, trained in occultism, which is nice, but it's not going to be that big of a deal. He's not an intelligence character. But he gets the warding sign reaction, which I think is really cool. Once a minute. So basically, once an encounter, if he has a saving throw that he needs to make against a magical effect, he can call on the personal power uh, on the personal power of a personal eldritch sign of protection, and he can get an immediate plus two to the saving throw to the triggering saving throw or plus three if it's a curse. So, um, you know, we'll see if, if that comes up. Interesting. I'm sure it will. Uh, one more question. Uh, Matthew, did you figure out the date? Yes. Uh, so he was roughly, he was 47 at the time of the fall of the Imperium. So his current age is, oh, wait, I went away. But his current age is 7,520 years old. <laughs> So he's seen some shit. Uh, Joe, I noticed you hadn't added your class to the sheet. Is that because you don't know what bloodline? You want Correct. To that is exactly why I can't even begin. I, <laughs> I didn't. I never thought that I'd be doing a sorcerer, so I haven't begun to look at the, at the bloodline. How do you? I mean, forgive me. How do you choose things like bloodline or say what kind of eidolon you have? I'm not finding it on the sheet, but I am a moron. <laughs> well, for Joe, for example, when you uh, drag Sorcerer over to the class, it, it prompts you immediately which bloodline would you like to take. Um, so, ah. oh, and oh, I see you chose your background is Eidolon Contact. What is that? That just means someone who has uh, been in contact with an Eidolon. It's a... Uh, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. Let's see. <laughs> it says, You come into contact with a disembodied being of magical essence known as an Eidolon. You might have forged a powerful conduit with that Eidolon. I have. Allowing you to manifest it as a summoner. Yes, that's true. But it's much more likely that you lost contact over time. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, uh, but then I don't know how to make it go on my sheet that I have um so details wait details <gasps> did that help yeah if you go over to um your uh if you look at those menus there's character actions inventory you go all the way down to feats you'll see that you have the Eidolon feet um gives you some information but if you want to like choose the form of your Eidolon and whatnot, um yeah We'll, uh, we'll get into that because uh, certain Eidolons will, will have certain powers over others, right? Right, like and they have dragon. certain att- you choose attacks for them like you choose like if you, their weapons work like blunt weapons or if they work like, you know uh, agile weapons and things like that. So um, meaning their claws or what have you. So I just need to make some of those choices. 
yeah, we'll figure that out in one second. It could be that it's a, uh, a secondary sheet that you get um, to put all that stuff on. Um, okay. But in the meantime, uh, we'll, we'll start digging into ability scores and feats right after this quick break. All right. What, uh, any, any, anything sort of jumping out at you? Obviously you could, you want to, ma- is every is anyone not maxing out their key ability score? No. Besides Joe? That, that would be contrary to the, uh, the, the, uh, the mission and spirit of side quest side session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would assume you, you want to max it out. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously just, I guess, I don't know. I remember in the past, like if you were starting first level, you build all the first level stuff, then add a level. I don't think it really matters here, but just uh, be aware you'll get uh, you'll get certain things at third level that you wouldn't have at first, so you might want to build from the bottom up. Um, here's space. a here's a question, Troy. How do yeah. we level up? Um, you just highlight the uh, the level and change it to whatever number you want. Well, oh, that is correct. Oh, that's that's easy. That was much easier than I thought it was going to be. Well done, <laughs> yeah. well done Foundry. <laughs> if you're doing uh, XP, you can add in the XP. Like, oh, now I have 999 XP. I'm one sh- Jared's. If you go to Jared's sheet, it's 999 out of 1,000. Then I think if I were to make it 1,000, it would jump up. But I don't want to do that and screw up what he already has so far. But yeah, you just enter it, and then it will leave all the slots empty that you need to fill. Um, which right now looks like uh, ancestry feats, uh, class feats general feats uh it's a lot of a lot of pressure to do this but that's part of the side quest size just say just gotta start making some decisions so talk to me if anybody has has got a beat on something right now we can kind of go uh go freeform here i can talk about feats for balthazar the mild Ooh, balthazar the mild had feet uh so balthazar <laughs> that's hard to say uh yeah it is hard to say damn it um, Balthazar, uh, <laughs> it is really hard to say, man. You really so screwed took, yourself there. Even though he is a barber and peaceful, when he was uh, getting ready to implant his soul in the automaton body, all they had left—it was kind of a chaotic time. The Imperium was falling. All they had left was a warrior uh, automaton body. So he is a peaceful, uh, a peace-loving, peace-seeking, and gentle soul uh, in a warrior automaton's body. Uh, and so for a, uh, my ancestry feat, I chose, of course, energy beam, which allows me to shoot at an energy beam out of the magical crystals that are my eyes. Oh, <laughs> cool. So you shoot lasers out of your so eyes. So I shoot lasers out of my eyes. <laughs> oh, Just my say God. that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then I get all the, you know, I get all the monk class feats, you know, flurry of blows, power for fist, you've got movement, all that. Um, and then for my my level one class feat, I chose Gorilla Stance, which oh, cool. uh, is fun. Basically, you can you can lower yourself to the ground and take like a like a gorilla walking stance, and you can do Gorilla Slams, which deal one d eight as opposed to one d six damage. Uh, and they have the backswing trait, which I had to look up. That's pretty cool. If you miss, you get a plus one circumstance bonus to your next attack. Oh, cool! Yeah, so that's that's really cool. Yeah, and you get a bunch of there's a bunch of other stuff too. You can climb, you know, you can, bonuses to climb. You, yeah. so, and I awesome. chose. Uh, oh, I also get, because of my barber background, I get the feat risky surgery, uh, which basically, <laughs> if, I, if I'm going to if I'm going to treat wounds on someone, I can opt to, uh, to deal one d eight slashing damage to them, 
uh, just before applying the effects of the, the treat wounds. And if I do, I get a plus two circumstance bonus to my medicine check. And if I roll a success, it's an automatic crit. Wow. Oh, that's wow. cool. Cool. So if you want surgery from Balthazar, he's going to have to cut you open. But you could. You could. I could go for that that higher tier treat wounds uh, level. And then also, you, and I automatically crit if I roll successfully. That's, that's cool. sick. And I also see you've chosen the uh, popular monk deity of Aurori. Yes. Uh, not, not listed in ge- Guns and Gears as a frequent uh, automaton deity, but I figured over the course of seven thousand years, he may, his religious uh, feelings might have shifted. Sure, I, I do. I love that. It was, I believe, it was Jade Regent, maybe Book Four. There's a an NPC that is a paladin monk, uh, like multi class paladin monk of Aurori, and I thought her character she was so fucking cool. I was like, I want to build a paladin monk of Aurori. Um, but it never happened. But anyways, which, that's cool. Which one is Aurori? Which deity is that? It's the that's... one that's all about self-perfection. Yeah, perfection of the body and oh, the mind. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very common uh, for monks. So I wonder if you have, like, blue a blue handprint on your... Uh... On my face. What, what, I, we'll get into what you look like in episode one, but I, I, mean, I, I just see you as, like, a walking trash can. You know, it's, <laughs> I look kind of like a Cylon Centurion, if you look at the art in the book. It's like a Cylon Centurion. So that's what like you're going old, with? The old school Centurions? Kind of a ones. combo. <laughs> I like the old school ones. The old school ones are cool. Man. I'll refer you to page 40 of Guns and Gears, and you have a picture of what the warrior automaton looks like. It really does look like okay. a, a generic Cylon Centurion. All right, so you're going that <laughs> route. That while well, you are just a fucking robot. Uh, <laughs> I have a soul, Troy. <laughs> I'm a, a magic soul. robot. Uh, that's cool. Um, I, guess I, else? Should, I guess I yeah. should tell you about the character. The other thing that I thought would be important is for 7,000 yeah. years, you know, some even though with the best magic and technology, things are just going to start to go haywire. Sure. So despite being a peace-loving healer in life, uh, somewhere along the way, he basically became a serial killer. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> That's yeah, a twist. He, he, you know, his, his, vocal, his vocal modulation uh, technology doesn't allow him to ever talk in any kind of tone other than calm and mellifluous. But he's like, he'll be like, uh, he's really into like ritualistically disemboweling people and, and stringing their entrails <laughs> up around the town as a way to perfect uh, perfect the the civilization of Unglarian by bringing about its utter destruction. <laughs> okay, awesome. So he's working on he's so working lawful on evil stuff. then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. I think so. Uh, okay, very cool. Yeah, you've 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 thought a lot about this. Um, yeah, clearly. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you were texting me two days ago. This is like two days ago. I got a text from you about this, and that's when you when when pressured. This is what happened. Yeah, I know. Well, because I, you know, I, I wanted to ask you something and uh, wanted to see where you stood, and you were like, I kind of want to play this robot. I'm like, all right. Play the automaton. I, I kind of uh, want to play this Cylon. Automaton. I always want to say automaton. Uh, that's automaton. It's tough. Uh, any other feats jumping out for uh, Jared Joe Skid? Uh, I'm I'm choosing feats right now, and uh, let's see here. I took uh, haughty obstinacy as my ancestry feat. <laughs> well, that's a great awesome. one. Sir Julie had you, that. Your yeah, powerful that's... ego makes it harder for others to order you around. Uh, for my class feat, I took Alacritous Action, which gives my Eidolon 10 more feet of uh, speed, and uh, I'll be That's like, cool. wait, wait, come back! And then um, <laughs> I can't... Dis- uh, oh, wait. Skill feat I took 
dubious knowledge or no i got it automatically you're a treasure trove of information but not all of it comes from reputable sources when you fail a recall knowledge check you learn a bit of true knowledge and a bit of erroneous knowledge oh yeah uh has someone had that before um and then i don't know what to do for that i have a last general f- I, I i got a bonus feat from my versatile human heritage i took toughness because summoners are very squishy uh and i don't want to get squished i'm min maxing basically guys you know me it's not about the journey it's about winning that's right um i don't know what to take i'm thinking about just giving him armor proficiency so that he's even less squishy but because uh summoners are not they are not trained in any armor oh uh, yeah yeah okay uh, and speaking of which, I've added the Eidolon uh, as an actor for you that you uh, should be able to control. Um, and then you can add, uh, let me make sure that you own it. I'm now super I'm super happy that I picked the most complicated thing that requires Troy to do more work. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. Actually, it's good to Actually, Troy, I think classics. I'm going to take this feat that gives me two Eidolons. <laughs> <laughs> Dueling dragons. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it'll be too bad. You can add in what you want, and then you can search for its abilities and uh, give it all its skills and whatnot. Uh, it's a little more uh, a la carte. And if that's not right for any reason, uh, let me know. Because I don't I don't think you're... T- are you tiny? Me? Yeah. No, no I'm me? a medium. Yeah, it comes up automatically as tiny. Anyways. And we'll, I'm, we'll- a, I'm like a girthy medium. Like, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, you would be like, is that a medium? Could it be a large, you know? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then we'll, we'll play around with it, but I'm pretty sure um, that's how that's going to work. Uh, Joe, feats? Uh, no, I know this is tough. Well, I picked Bloodline. Um, oh, you did? Yeah. So Angelic? I, I, no, I picked the Imperial Bloodline. Ooh. Uh, which basically says, and I think that this makes perfect sense, it says that they're... There is some someone in your bloodline, like in your past, was like like mastered magic, was like a powerful, powerful mage, basically. And uh, I, I guess that's why when when uh, resurrected or infused with the negative energy of undeath and his skeleton was raised, like he had this innate magical ability and it was just from his bloodline, but he doesn't remember who that is or what that was exactly. Mm. Uh, And I think it's a fun choice. And ultimately it gives him uh, access to the arcane spell list, like the wizard spell list, essentially, as a sorcerer, which is fun. So, cool. you know, as opposed to like a cult. I looked at undead. I thought about taking undead. There's something really interesting about the undead bloodline, which is you get the harm spell, which as a you bonus bloodline spell, which you can use to heal yourself and obviously hurt living beings. And so I was like, oh, I'll go down that road. The problem is. You just, as a sorcerer, you then just get the divine spell list. And I'm not interested in that because mm. I don't, I want to have damaging cantrips, which are really not great on the divine spell list. Mm. So uh, I want to be able to do damage to character, you know what I mean? Like with spells in combat and not have to use my spell slots. So I want to use cantrips. And for that, I have to go arcane or occult or primal. So. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to go Arcane. And then, <laughs> all right, so I only have my Ancestry feat. I haven't done my class feat yet. I'll get there. But my Ancestry feat, 
is amazing and is the exact reason why I took this class. It's something like picturing Dark Souls, picturing Elder Scrolls. My ancestry feat is Collapse. Once per 10 minutes when you're hit by a crit, you can collapse into a pile of bones <laughs> and just take normal damage. And then and you just it reduces to normal damage and then as an action, you reassemble Reform. the next round. That's awesome. <laughs> That's really like that is it's, amazing. It's pure comedy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean that is what I pictured when I saw a skeleton could be an ancestry. I was like, I wonder if like what happens if you you know, what happens when you even uh, get to zero? That's a cool thing. I'll say that really quick too. It's like Oh yeah. All the rules are the same as everybody else, except you are immune to death effects. So, like, you can't die from, like, Phantasmal Killer. Like, you can take the damage from it, but you can't instantly die. Like, death effect spells will not instantly kill you. However, if you are knocked down below zero, like, just like everybody else, what it says is where other people have a life force, and it might be organs, it might be blood, or it just might be the positive energy of life within them is strained and pulled uh, to the point of breaking. And then that's when you would permanently die. With a skeleton, you you have a the same sort of need for your, necrom- your, your negative energy. The negative energy that ties you together is being strained and ripped and about to be broken and it will you'll no longer be animated you no longer will be able to be an undead you you become just inert an object once again uh, if you go below dying four but in this case dying five because i have the diehard feet the fact that you even can do that is different than basic skeletons because i think all undead when they hit zero just yeah And, and it's clear on that it's clear on that it's like you are not a basic skeleton like a monster skeleton like there are major differences like i thought i was gonna i was like well, you know, it'd be so cool to be immune to anything with a fortitude save, you know, <laughs> and and it just says pretty clearly early on. It's like you get a plus one bonus to saves against poison and disease. I was like, oh, so I'm not immune. OK, <laughs> you basic. noted. You basic. Uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I just like that collapse feat a lot. I thought that was really cool. That's fun. That that fits the uh, side quest side sesh. Uh feel yeah especially Um, because i i feel like this character is going to be i mean the epitome of a glass cannon because i can't see (laughs) like sorcerer uh, proficiencies are pretty bad and i can't see him having any kind of respectable ac like he's gonna have to stay away from getting hit and if he gets hit yeah he's gonna be in trouble so i like that that feat will mitigate a crit against him which is good but um, Skid, any uh, feats jumping out? Yeah, so as a fighter at third level, I, I have bravery. Um, so that boosts my will saves. Uh, for my ancestry feat, I am, I took a sensitive nose, uh, which is, gives me imprecise uh, scent with a range of 30 feet, uh, which is potentially pretty cool. And for class feats, I took power attack. That just seems like a must. Uh, which I don't think... I, I haven't had it in second edition at this point. It operates a little bit differently. It's like it's a two-action attack. If it hits, then you just get an additional damage die um, of the weapon. So that's pretty cool. Um, and I took exacting strike, which is I a, love that feat. That's what I had in my like test build. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's really cool. So if, if you 
take an attack and miss, it doesn't count against your multiple attack penalty, which is, which is awesome. That's uh, really cool. Yeah. For skill feats, uh, for my background, I have I have courtly graces, uh, which makes me trained. Oh, so I can use society to make an impression on a noble, as well as with uh, I can use impersonate to pretend to be a noble if, I, if I'm not one. <laughs> I am one, sort of. Uh, so do you really yeah. worship Lamashtu, the demon lord of goddesses? Well, that's 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 a no. I was raised. Lam- I'm lapsed Lamashtu. That's just that's <laughs> you're lapsed Lamashtu. You're a no. <laughs> you know, I was raised as <laughs> orthodox no. <laughs> Uh, and for my my other skill feat I took Bon Mo uh, which is very exciting and I think very uh, very appropriate for for, uh, Karazor yeah I think you'll have fun with that now is this Karazor is he uh, sword and board was the original was a two handed weapon yeah he had a big big old great sword so are you still rocking that I think so yeah I think so yeah that's cool okay Um, Uh, yeah that's it and you're all strength, right? You you boost yeah. you max it out strength. Yeah. And Matthew, would you be strength too or would you be Dax? I chose strength. Like, I've never played a strength monk before, so I figured let's try it. That's cool. And uh, Joe would be charisma and then summoner is intelligence? Uh charisma as charisma. well. Oh, charisma as well. Okay. So it, we'll see who is the most charismatic Ugh. in the role play. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All I'll right. say uh, I'll say uh, one of us. I'm going back to fighter. <laughs> one of us, one of us isn't a skeleton covered in rags. So <laughs> it feels like we've got our team's face right here. <laughs> God, oh, I can't wait to see this artwork. Um, all right, great. So I'm looking here. Obviously, ability scores, feats are starting to get rounded out. I mean, Jeepers, we're, all that's left is inventory and then Joe's spells. Um, I have and then spells, skills. too. I have oh, yeah, spells, have, too. Yeah, I, right. just, spell I, I seriously might just go back to fighter. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you, is it because I have charisma, too? Yes, and it's because I didn't want to play caster anyway. Like, I, I didn't want to. So what what kind of spells do you have? Like, what is well, the, the summoner's the, support? The summoner has a small spell repertoire. So the summoner is kind of like, I got a couple spells, but I mainly have a dragon. Yeah, you know? so, it, so it's kind of like having another melee combatant, basically. It, it really is. Yeah, it really is. I mean, the spells help. It, he is a spell caster, but they're not, they're not the main thing. And what are the social skills that you would have? Well, I have taken society. Uh, I mean, you know, probably I'll boost as many social skills as I can, right? I mean, because I have, I have charisma. Yeah. So, so like diplomacy uh, and deception, something like that. Yes, uh, yes, because he's you know he's like a very social guy who. Um, you know, likes to hang out in the clubs, get bottle service, <laughs> spend a lot of gold, uh, r- wreck his father's prize steed um, <laughs> while he's while he's under the influence. You know, did you take my steed out last night? <laughs> That a scratch exactly. on my steed. That's a scratch on my steed. I also like because I, I dump stat at his intelligence. His dragon lore skill is at negative one. 
He doesn't know how to handle that thing. Well, no, I can train it. I can train it. I actually don't know how many. Well, okay. I, I have I have more character sheet questions, but we, those can wait. Those can wait. Yeah, I think I, uh, our producer CJ mentioned that Eidolons start tiny, but I, I was looking. It seems like there are feats you could use to increase the size of your Eidolon, um, if size matters. It's, uh, size definitely matters to me. Uh, I don't. They start tiny. That's what uh, that's what CJ said. But it's Lockheed. He could be lying. It's just like yeah. Lockheed. CJ's yeah. wrong. CJ's wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we we will get to the bottom of this before episode one. Jared, Joe, are you, you really thinking about? I really am. Yeah. Jared, is it you, just because you don't want to do spells, or because you're afraid of? Jared? Because I don't want to do spells. How do um, <laughs> I? I'm not afraid of that. I know how I'll do it. Well, we don't have to have a caster, right? We could. I mean, I'm kind of a caster. Uh, I guess, yeah, one of my main questions is, like, do you have detect magic, for example? Like, it would be weird if the party didn't have detect magic. You know what I mean? You know what? I'll take it. As soon as I I figure out how to add spells, I will will take it. And by the way, this is me because I am technologically uh, handicapped. I, I can never make... How do I turn this computer on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, for spells, if you go... Yeah, well, I'll, I'll show you how to do all that. Uh, but I do see that you've uh, named your character. Yes, Rufus of Opara. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Karazor, Balthazar the Mild, and Rufus of Opara. Yes, vessel for Bob, the great red dragon. <laughs> <laughs> the great tiny red dragon. Not tiny. <laughs> Look, he has a, even if he's tiny, and I'm looking this up, CJ, uh, I, even if he's tiny, he has the attitude of an ancient evil red dragon. Uh, okay. I like that, yeah. He's the spirit. No matter what size he is, he contains the spirit of the real Velthrexen. Flexing Bob. Uh, <laughs> Joe, why don't you do Paladin like you're originally thinking? Then you'll have some casting ability. Um, uh, you still can be your martial character. You can also go fighter. I don't give a shit. What do you want to do? Skeleton man? Paladin. Skelly Pals? Skelly Pal. Skender Karzi? Skeleton <laughs> Champion. Literally, Skeletal Champion. Skeletal Champion. Yeah. Yeah, they exist. I didn't even think of this. <laughs> That's this very cool. interesting. Your this name is very could be interesting. Champion. Um, I wonder. Uh, I, I just I I wanted to kind of fill the role of ranged, like ranged damage dealer. You know what I mean? So like, uh, because you're going to be a monk, right, Matthew? And uh, yes. ranged pally, dex based John. I could be you a ranged champion, right? Or are is there a prime? Has a knight never used a bow? Is there key ability just strength, or can it be strength or dex? I um, uh, will look at the book. I'm, I've got it right right here. Let's look. I'm looking it up right now. Champion! Strength or dex. Yeah! Oh, there you go. Baby. Oh, this is interesting, because the skelly comes with dex and charisma, which, by the way, is important for a champion. But, I mean, there's no way that he would cast heal, or, like, there's no way that he would... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking I'm thinking cleric. It's it's fine. This is... Yeah, you can't lay, a hand, lay on hands on yourself. You'll die. Exactly. Um, it's very there must weird. be a thing you can do, though. You take a class feat that uh, removes lay on hands and replaces it with something else. Uh, I'm sure you could do that so you don't just waste that altogether. Yeah. Um, Still use it on us. That's tricky. Yeah, this Unless is you could just, you can only heal negative energy. <laughs> so it'd be useless to your rest of your party, but you can, you can save yourself all day. Just <laughs> lay on hands with negative energy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you can work together too to find out. Th- this is something. a neat idea. I like this idea. This, this is really fun. cool. Uh, <laughs> I, I did not see this this twist coming. Gonna twist our first twist. Our first first big twist. Um. All right. I think the the, the last thing I want to dig into because we'll, we'll, you guys can fill out the rest of the speed sessions is just making sure we have a good skills skill complement uh, each other. Uh, yeah, that's a sentence. Uh, good <laughs> assortment of skills that complement each other, so you don't all have one thing. Um, so just kind of decide right now what you guys want to do. Um, social skills will be important, um, but so will you know acrobatics and uh, you know the basics, nature, survival. Um, yeah. So I so I, as a monk, athletics is going to be athletics and acrobatics are going to be my jam. Um, I also get medicine as you, because I am a barber. Of course, uh, <laughs> because you're a barber, right? <laughs> and uh, I took intimidation <laughs> and occultism, figuring I'm seven thousand years old. I've seen you know my fair share of ancient civilizations and cults and things that have come and gone. And I, and I, I get surgery lore uh, again because I'm a barber. Cool surgery lore. Okay, fantastic. Um, that's good. Uh, Karazor, this is a character you've spent some time with. Uh, what, what skills do you want to lean into? Uh, I think I to go with my, my Bon Mo, I want to... What is it? That's intimidation, right? That's so, intimidate as well. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I want to key on that for sure. I, I get society because of my noble background, so that's awesome. Um, how many do we get? I, this is something that like I've, I don't actually know because like I've done... I've only I've never driven stick. I've only driven automatic. So I don't know how do you like how do you how many skills do you get trained? Like it, you as a fighter, you're gonna get um, well. You're trained in your choice of acrobatics or athletics, right? And then you're yeah. trained in a number of, number of additional skills equal to three plus your intelligence modifier. That's what it is. Okay, so yeah, I'm definitely gonna go with athletics. I'm probably gonna go with stealth. Okay, that's good. Athletics, where Matthew went acrobatics. Matthew, you might want to pivot intimidate. It also doesn't hurt to have two people that can Yeah, I'll take, intimidate. I'll take, um, well, some, was, Jared, are you going to take diplomacy? Yo, I was probably going to. I, yeah, probably, but I don't have to. No, that would make sense. You're the one with charisma. Yeah. So I can take deception uh, because I am a serial killer. Right. <laughs> Reformed. Well. No, no, I'm reformed into the serial. Killer. Yeah, <laughs> I've reformed my peace-loving and gentle ways to become a serial killer, just as Aurori would want it. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> he's about bringing about the perfection of the world, and he's decided that all civilizations must end. And this current set of civilizations is just ripe for destruction. <laughs> it's like a fun ripe guy. For destruction. <laughs> oh, Balthazar! <laughs> he's kind of going to. How is he going to talk? Yes. <laughs> Hello. I'm Balthazar the Mild. <laughs> I'm Balthazar the Mild. I'm Balthazar the Mild. Yeah, that's going to be super creepy. How do you all feel about flaying these people and leaving their skin <laughs> hanging in the hangers of the closets around the town? <laughs> so, uh, so the guy that does like medicine guy. on us is going to is going to flay us. <laughs> well, they did say that Jack the Ripper must have had some very serious medical knowledge to be able to, you know do all the vivisection that, and organ removal that he did. That's and true. it's long been my personal theory that he was an automaton. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
I mean, how can you deny the evidence? I can't argue with yeah, that. Yeah, there's so much evidence for that. Uh, I see some, some holes in nature and survival. Don't need it. Don't need it. Okay. Uh, just stick it all together. <laughs> Not going to need it. Uh, I will, I'll, uh, I'll take nature. I'll take survival. I'll take survival. Just with my nose, like maybe like that will. Like, I, don't, I don't think like he was raised outdoors really at all. But mm-hmm. like the his natural abilities will lend him some ability to do survival stuff. I like that. Um, okay, and Jared, if you have a, a if your eidolon is not very smart, you must have very limited skill points, right? Uh yeah. So I don't. I I think I have limited skill points because I'm a. I, I took a eight intelligence. Yeah, not that your eidolon isn't smart, but if you're if you have a minus one to uh, eidolon lore, then you yeah you probably have very that's no a minus no I actually I, I'm sorry I, I hadn't I hadn't trained it yet so it, he I I guess I guess I'm not uh, at negative one I but I'm trying to figure out how okay so this might seem like a stupid question <laughs> but how many skill trainings do we get? <laughs> it's no, based on your class. Question. It's it's plus your modifier. So what is your intelligence modifier? Is it minus one? Negative one. Yeah. So as a summoner, my guess would be that you'd get a total of one uh, because it's usually like two plus your intelligence modifier for like non-skill based classes. Like so you're trained in one and more skills. Have a lot more. You're trained in one more skills determined by your eidolon. And then train in a number of additional skills equal to three plus your intelligence. Modifier. Three plus. All right. So you 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 should get two skill trainings okay but then and, something and, he gets something from his idol on as well okay yes i believe that's arcana for the dragon if i looked at that correctly uh all right yes i got arcana automatically it gave me that okay great uh and then you're saying i get three more plus your intelligence modifier it's still negative one so you it's get negative two. one <laughs> so i get two and you guys want me to take Let's see. You guys want me to take what? Which ones did you want me to take? Because I'll take them, man. Uh, if you, if you, if nature or survival help you at all, it's. I think Skid said he was going to take survival. I took survival and That's, diplomacy I've was the never, other. Diplomacy. Never, never been outside of a city, so uh, my character. Neither would work for you. Yeah, and did someone already took deception? Right. I did, but I can ditch it if you'd rather. If you'd rather have that. No, I'll take diplomacy, and uh, I will take. Let's see here. Uh, performance. I think that you know, really, yeah. he's kind of into music, and of uh, course he is. Uh, you know, really, this band that I've got going, like he really thinks it's going to get off the ground soon. Um, <laughs> working on getting a recording space for it. So, <laughs> for some reason, I picture him looking like DJ Khaled. Oh, oh. <laughs> Wow, I never uh no, that's wrong. That's not it. That's how <laughs> no, it him. looks like at all. No. It's not like a, a big cuddly semi rapper. No. I watched I watched DJ Khaled trying to water ski the other day and he was unsuccessful. I'm shocked. <laughs> Don't know why that video chose me. That I saw it. Uh all right, so the you know you got a decent uh, sp- uh, smattering of skills here, uh, a couple holes, but maybe you can fill them. Joe, you've you've fully gone uh, the paladin route. Any anything, the, any key things you want to talk about that are get getting your wiener hard? 
Uh, <laughs> the kids no. say. No, I think I, I think um, I'm going to go with the liberator end of things of the paladin, which ah, makes sense. Yes. He was trying to get out from under the arm of this necromancer. Sure. Finally, got himself free, and now I think he is he is setting out with like two main goals. It's like set free those oppressed by others that are keeping them uh, in places they don't want to be, and literally just find someone to have a good conversation with. Like this, this has been torturous for him for a very, very long time. Uh, How long has he been trapped? I think like a hundred years. Okay, like a hundred years. He's just been in this room fighting it, like guarding some like sacred font, like faint sacred fountain in one room <laughs> of Time's a dungeon. I, th- I was gonna make the same joke. <laughs> yeah, stay back. <laughs> And no matter how years. often he would try to like get out of the room, they're just like a force, you know, the necromancer's power kept him in there. And, uh, and so, yeah, he, uh, a lot of people would lose their mind, but he, he kept it together. And, uh, and for yeah, how long, for how long? A hundred years. hundred years. Wow. And he is going to be primarily, uh, an, an archer. So he'll be like, uh, a skeletal archer champion. Awesome. That's cool. Combining it all together. I see uh, him in a video game dungeon. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's yeah, the thing. It's like, totally. And you never think about that guy. You're like, what is that guy doing when I'm not around? What is he yeah. doing the, during the weekend? <laughs> right, exactly. What's he doing when I'm not here? What's he talking about when no other adventurers are coming through? Yeah. And then somebody comes in like, oh, hey, guys, get up. Get up. Somebody's coming. <laughs> Showtime. Showtime. Exactly. Takes his coffee, puts it down, and goes to work. This is exactly what where my head is at. It's like, let's examine that guy. Who is that guy? Uh well, this is this is great. Uh obviously a couple more blanks we gotta fill, but we'll do that between this week and the next so that we can jump right in uh to the new season of side quest side sesh calling this episode one isn't really accurate it was episode zero of side quest side sesh season two uh be sure to join us next week when karazor the null two-handed weapon fighter uh balthazar the mild the uh automaton automaton monk uh rufus of where of opara rufus of opara the summoner and Velthrex and Bob. And Velthrex and Bob, his trusty uh, red dragon Eidolon. And of course, uh, the skeleton Joe. Would you would you give us a name here to take us home for the day? Yes, I've just named my skeleton. Uh, his name is Champ Kindly. Champ <laughs> Kindly. <laughs> Skeletal Liberator Champ. Skeletal Champ Kindly. Champ, Champ Kindly. Uh, Did he pick folks, that himself? <laughs> Honestly, yes, he would have had he, to. Yeah, like, yeah. Nobody named him. Nobody cared about him. He had to pick his own name. <laughs> he had to Has pick he, his own name. So he's like, he, he's short for champion. And he's like, I'm a champion. Yeah. He champ calls himself kindly. champ. <laughs> like Apollo Creed. Like they all call him champ, but he named himself champ. Champ awesome. kindly. Well, uh, tune in next week uh, when we take this new party out for a spin. I have some fun ideas on how we're going to do it. Uh, happy birthday to us, huh? Happy birthday yeah. to the Glass Cannon Network. It all started eight years ago. How about we do another eight? All right. Yes! All right. Let's do another eight! <laughs> the country, the country will be suspicious silent. The country will right? be, the country will be underwater in eight years. <laughs> We're all going to be busy fishing. <laughs> Doesn't mean we can't also do the show. Ah, it would be just us doing it. That's fine. <laughs> no listeners. 
That's what we need. A laugh. That's kind of what we expected eight years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's we'd be right back to where we expected. Yeah. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.